house is already set up fast. This is the best, the best of it. The best ones aren't as good as you probably think they are. What is best in life? I did the best I could. Doing my best. 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 <laughs> hello, hello, and welcome to Best of the Best Podcast uh, with myself, Connor Keys. Beside me, as always, is Mr. Roland Mullen. Hello. And uh, for our first time ever, we have a, a special guest. We have beside us uh, Mr. Mark McCausland. Hmm. Mm. I'm the first guest, am I? You are the first ever guest, yeah. That makes me feel really privileged and... Pressured? Yeah, pressured. This is going to be the most <laughs> awkward hour. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure, no pressure, no pressure. Luckily, there's content that we can talk about. Yes. This, this would really be an awkward This is out. the joy of it, because we are not in the pub, so uh, it's, it's going uh, to be a struggle. <laughs> Without the one and only uh, Nightmare on Elm Street to be our focus. So, what we ha- the idea we came about to ask guests to come on and talk about their favourite um, and Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, for some reason, we just thought of yourself. That was the go-to. You were the go-to yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah. God, you must have been hard up for guests. <laughs> uh, no, no, you were very privileged to have you here. Jesus, oh, so uh, it's good to have another person in the room. It's good to have somebody that's yeah, that's not like as ugly as you uh, to look at. So it's, Jesus, it's uh, it's nice. Uh, not to make you feel that we would right back at you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Make you feel a bit more awkward. So a bit of background about yourself, Mark. So Mark is one half of the Lost Brothers and a native son of Oma, uh, Juan Lemurs. Yes. And uh, <laughs> in a roundabout way. The only uh, thing you agreed to was he was one of the Lemurs. Yeah, the other ones, he was like, no, I'm saying <laughs> stay, stay away from the Lemurs. <laughs> Keep to the roads. Beware the moon. <laughs> and so, yes, we are very, very delighted to have you here. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, this is to coincide, obviously, with Halloween, but uh, also to coincide with Subterranean Community Cinema here in Oma, mm-hmm. um, uh, who are going to show the film uh, next, this this week, Friday the 25th 5th. of October for Halloween, um, which what, is their what second. A, what is the official times, prices, etc.? Because I, I seen it this morning. Oh, I think at 8 o'clock, Pingu said. Yeah, so uh, and it's like three pound or something. Just in case you're listening and you think uh, Mark was on drugs, um, Pengu is the person we know. Um, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> in case he was watching CBBS this morning. Chat to uh, Pengu this morning. It's <laughs> <laughs> got a wee bit too casual. There. <laughs> yeah, eight o'clock, three pound. Bring your own booze and snacks, and designated drivers get free tea or coffee. Excellent. Uh, you cannot beat that. So proper community cinema. So uh, that is the reason for our Halloween theme. And uh, we got to, as always, when we do uh, one of our best subjects, we're very delighted to have to rewatch or re-listen to something. So we got to rewatch Nightmare on Elm Street with the one and only Freddy Krueger. Frederick. Frederick. And uh, it hasn't aged well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say. because. Well, to be fair, there are a few scenes we'll probably talk about in a bit, but... There are a few scenes that I recall and I thought, oh, this is going to look... Mm. But it didn't look too bad. I think my problem was I got the HD version. Oh. And mm. HD and really special effects. The, uh, yeah. yeah. 
doesn't work too well. Yeah. Uh, Colombo on HD doesn't look very good. No. <laughs> it doesn't transfer well. Uh, we can talk about Colombo. No, no. No, no, we're not. <laughs> that's a whole other, that's another, that's another day. Uh, we do, uh, just on that, I mean, it, it, it is one of those films that now I wish I could watch on video. VHS, it's the only way to go for the old movies like that. To see it like that, to because see it like that, or? yeah, because it's okay. well, because I think uh, when was, I I remember made for made for that, yeah. yeah, and it doesn't highlight as bad, you know. When you see now any special effects in any old movie, you can just clear it, see it as clear as day. But at the time, it genuinely looked a lot more real than it does now. Well, I know from watching the Never Sleep Again documentary, they were showing obviously they go through all the films, mm-hmm. and when they get to the third one. They talk about the Ray Harryhausen influence and the remember the skeleton coming up out of the, mm. and it looks worse than the old Harryhausen <laughs> <laughs> and it was in eighty seven. So yeah, I get what you mean, but a lot, a lot of the practical effects are decent, like pretty decent, up, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's like got that darkly lit kind of stuff in it that kind of leaves a lot as well to. I don't know why I'm bullshitting here. I haven't watched it in ages, actually. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to go in memory. But, but it is. Well, I, I said the same thing. That uh, if we give us a background to it, this is 1987. Hmm. 84. 84, sorry. Um, uh, but it would have been, let's be honest, none of us three were watching it in 1984. No. But it wasn't that long after that hmm. we would have been seeing it, which hmm. is pretty wrong, considering uh, it was an 18th well, It was film. everywhere? <laughs> it was absolutely everywhere. You couldn't have... Um, you couldn't have avoided the the, the Freddy Krueger uh, yeah, face. Like, like most people everywhere. who've seen Freddy have like seen it from like a really young childhood. Yep, it's like not right. Yeah. No, but it explains a fucking load about it. Explains a lot. Pretty much everybody I know, Noma. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like a lot because I've never seen the the statistics for. I've seen box office obviously because it's yeah widely known, but I've never seen, especially in Europe what the VHS rental figure was. And it would be phenomenal. I think it would outstrip box office in the cinema tenfold, like. It was phenomenal, yeah. It Had was, it been, because yeah. it, was, it was always lying about it was people's somewhere. houses, yeah. like, but yeah. never an original copy, because that used to cost like 90 bucks. <laughs> but there was a Kevin Video Shop copy of Nightmare on Elm Street everywhere. Yeah. So everybody, everybody, everybody had a copy, it. yeah. And so I do remember actually seeing it in primary school. No, I can't. I can't narrow down to the year of seeing it, but I know it was primary school, which again is still about eight years too young yes. for actually seeing it. Even if you were at the end of primary school, mm-hmm. uh, which I don't think I was, because this is uh, to you, Mark. I do recall. I think w- myself and Mark were the same uh, class, same age. On, on we're like, the same. You're still the same. On like, uh, no, we were not in the same class. Um, <laughs> age, <laughs> age. Um, Ronan's obviously a lot older. Um, Fuck but you, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like eight months or <laughs> But I do recall, it may have been around P5, P6, mm. where you had a very, very intimate, fucking very well-drawn picture of Freddy Krueger. Did I? Well, in pencil. That's right, I did. Yeah. And it was. Well, he you drew it. He drew it, and it uh. was, like it was. It'll stay with me forever because it was my first time actually realizing, fuck, you can actually do that because <laughs> like, it was like in your primary school, your mind was blown that this fucker could <laughs> could draw as well as that, and here it was, and as you can imagine, the the burnt skin obviously of Freddy um, is very detailed drawn. I think I remember that magazine that I actually got that from. There was like a magazine, like a 3D picture of Freddy, and I used to just draw it all the time until like uh, it started to draw it from memory. 
But it was weird. It was like, I, like I, I think it must have been even P3. I was staying at my granny's house. and um, P3? P3, I think, yeah. Because he used to go around there after school. And Freddy, th- my uncle was watching Freddy 3. And this was like after school, like half two. <laughs> and like, <laughs> granny wasn't there, I think, to tell him not to be watching it. So he just watched it. And like, I, I was kind of like obsessed. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you would be, yeah. Yeah. The same thing happened to me with Bloodsport. Mm, that's right. Van <laughs> I Damme. wasn't allowed to watch it, but it just so happened uh, my granda was pretty drunk and uh, I got to put her on. And I got to watch it, Bloodsport, before anybody else was because it, my uncles being the geeks that they were had to get it the day it was released in Countdown Video, <laughs> Bright Street by... I, I remember Science and Lambs being in our house one Saturday morning and everybody was drinking the night before watching Science and Lambs and he wasn't up yet. Me and Corn stuck around. As you would on a Saturday morning. That's, eh? one, that's one of the stay with you. He-Man or Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, I think we were 10. Nine. <laughs> but then back in those days as well, it was like like video nasty, like Exorcist, you couldn't get it for, no. like, or Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It no. was like a, like a myth. It was like people like only spoke about it in the circles. It was like, you know, there's a movie that was banned and you can't get it anywhere. So it just makes you want to get it. Makes you want to yeah. more. Yeah. So then you go up to Nuts Corner and buy this <laughs> really dodgy VHS of it. Some boy from Larn. Yeah, videoing it in the... Uh, yeah. We Donald, that I know. That's <laughs> right. Tell you, I. But like we were saying in the previous episode, everything I heard about Texas Chainsaw Massacre and The Exorcist was all lies. None yeah. of it was ever in the film. No, and saying, none yeah. of it was a deleted scene and it was all... Texas Chainsaw Massacre fuck documented, you know? Yeah. Like, like, no. like, what? Donald telling me about the... The, the bank scene in Reservoir yeah. Dogs it doesn't exist yeah, it doesn't exist, it doesn't but, exist. I was, but I was told that uh, he had a copy that had it oh because that was even banned at the start <laughs> it was yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. violence yeah. that you couldn't get like I remember, like even even Dead um, 2 remember you couldn't even get Dead 2 you couldn't get it or um, Zombie Flesh Eaters mm-hmm. but Kevin Road had a video of it and then the Hill Shop had this video called um Executions, which was just an, yes. hour, an hour and a half of people getting executed. I bought that in yeah. Virgin <laughs> Megastore. And my, my it's man, a, dad a, had a sign for it. Yeah, it's essentially right. a snuff. Yeah, it's uh, a snuff one. <laughs> okay. Well, so, so you can go in there brutal. and buy like, Anybody listening will start to see. Um, yeah. Yeah. A lot of things make more sense now about yeah, these two followers. Uh, <laughs> there was another one, Faces of Death. Do you remember that as well? There was like six or seven of them. Yeah. And they got progressively worse because they ran out of footage of so they, had to start, they had to start faking it. <laughs> yeah. start faking so it. we're going to have to explain it. The Hill Shop is a, is a small news agent. Um, any school kid in Oma would definitely have went to it. Sorry, I should say any. Yeah, they had a Pac-Man machine. So you yeah. can go in and like eat sweets, play Pac-Man, bon bon. and then get a snuff movie out at the end of it. So, mm-hmm. so, yeah, all so I never knew they did videos. That's the thing. It was they, a, had, yeah, they, yeah. they did like five videos over in the <laughs> And they were all snuff. And they were all... <laughs> <laughs> The two snuff ones and all the faces of death. That's it. <laughs> Johnny Cash playing in the background. Johnny Cash yeah. playing in the background. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it, it, as you say, it went everywhere. The, the video was all over the place. It was probably one of the biggest rentals of the time. But Had it, to be. Is there a... We can talk about it today, but is there a reason why it became so iconic? Is it because at the time, Freddy looking the way he did... We should explain Freddy Krueger. If you haven't seen the film, Freddy Krueger is... Uh, a guy who haunts the dreams of uh, young teens on Elm Street. The bastard son of a hundred maniacs. The bastard son of a hundred maniacs. Uh, but he's, it, like, there's loads of backstory that doesn't really get too thought out within this film. Yes, they don't really delve too deep into it. But it's there. If you want to go into it, look it up. It's all, yeah. it's fun in the films, but the first one's the most yeah. iconic. So, but the 
the burned skin, I suppose, is one of the very first thing that'll stand. And out. and, the, and the, the knife and the knife things. They just yeah. the two things that'll always stay with you. But I, I he, still, he makes a glove out of like razor blades, and that's his like weapon of choice. They didn't like they didn't want to like just give him a machete or like a like a knife or something. They wanted to like create his own weapon, which is what Craven wanted, wasn't it? Mm. He wanted yeah. it just to be a blunt instrument that he wielded, but. Then yeah. it was developed through some other guy mentioning about mm. what about if he had a glove with long fingernails and they went, why is it not? Why can't it be knives? Well, you can, yeah, well, you can see the, the production. But like the, fir- the first thing you think when you see those, like, you're not, like, when you're like a five-year-old watching it, you, you just look at it and go, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. I, I'm not worried <laughs> yeah, about I don't it. Want those. It's really cool. Yeah. Uh, and then, again, visually in the film, it works because uh, Freddy, of course, haunts these people in their dreams. So you don't actually see him carrying out the attacks. Mm-hmm. But you do see the line of four yeah. uh, blood marks appearing at each time. Also, if you thing, notice, the way Robert Lincoln, who plays Freddy, walks, mm-hmm. he's down on one shoulder. The shoulder has a glove in the party. That's because it was so heavy. Right. His shoulder just sort of Slumped took that went. deformity down and it took him... Years after, unfortunately, they, sh- they shot the next film the next year. <laughs> yeah, so of course, it, is. it he, was. He, he had that sort of issue with his posture for a wee bit, but it was because of the weight of the glove. And I mean, we the cast just mentioned Robert England there, um, who plays Freddie. Uh, I mean, he he, he played a, a, a great role in the sense, but there wasn't much to it either, there wasn't a lot to no. do. But, um, I, I think no matter who it was, if once you have that mask on. Hmm. Um, he was kind of perfect. Well, here's a weird, weird circle. You're wearing Connor's wearing a Han Solo T-shirt at the minute, and in three D, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like um, originally, this is a weird bit of weird trivia. Robert England n- nearly played Han Solo. He went to audition for Han Solo. Right. He, yeah. used, he used to live with Mark Hamill. They okay. used to live uh-huh. with each other, and uh, I think. Robert England went to audition for Star Wars to play Han Solo. He didn't get it, obviously, but he went back to Mark Hamill and says, "Here, you should you should try it for that." That's how the story goes, anyway. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so, so imagine that here, Han Solo being Robert, Robert England. England. Yeah. Hmm. And he'd only been in V. That was his big yeah, which was great as well. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Remember V, the TV show? Oh yeah, yeah. With the aliens and the oh, human skin, right? yeah. they rip it up. Mm-hmm. But then there was a film of it as well. So he was his star was rising. Right, yeah. yeah. But he wasn't the first choice for Freddy, was he? No, there was... What, what was that other guy? It's called? the guy who was in Tron. Yeah. And Time Bandits. And they actually... He, he was actually going to do it. They had him in makeup and everything, but I think he had the work schedule. He couldn't do it in the end, so they had to re-audition. But they got England, who was... I think he's great for it. Because they remade it in 2010 with... Um, What's his name? Jackie Earl. Jackie yeah. Earl. Yeah. You know, and you kind of just think that's that's not Freddy. Nah, like it's, it was sort of sacrilegious, wasn't it? Like yeah. It was, yeah. There's certain people and certain characters that can't be. Yeah, it's like Christopher Lee and Dracula. Yeah. yeah. But it's like it's like Silence of Lambs, like somebody else mm. trying to do Lecter. Exactly. You know, I know there had been previous ones, but God help the pair fuckers then uh, to try it again in the future. Uh, should we also mention then the cast? I mean, we've a lot of relatively unknowns. Maybe there were there were sort of TV sort of stars as such uh, in Johnny the Depp's first but, film yeah the first one so the first time you see an introducing uh, credit yeah. to Mr. Depp well there's another bizarre link Johnny Depp was living with Jackie Earl Haley when he auditioned for Nightmare on Elm Street really who later went on to play Freddy excellent 26 years later love it we it's love it. yeah it's all in mm-hmm. there um, 
Yeah, it's all connected in some way, all right. So fucking mm-hmm. Holly weird. Holly weird. <laughs> don't start it. No. Oh, no, that's why Johnny, why Johnny's cool. Well, John, Johnny Depp never actually, there wasn't much credit given by him to the film until uh, I think he'd done it inside the actor's studio. And he briefly mentions, yeah, it was my start. But then when Wes Craven died, he wrote a wee eulogy and he actively promotes Nightmare on Elm Street as, as his start and how much of a treat it was mm. for it to be his first film. And I mean, it's a great experience. There. And he wasn't going to be an actor. He was more a musician. So this sort of set him on the path. And he thanks Wes Craven and more importantly, Wes Craven's daughter. Who picked him out mm-hmm. of a lineup of people? Went, that's the one I want to play. She just fancied him. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that's yeah. the one I want to play. Yeah, of course. yeah, of course, that's the one you want. I to want play. to play him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I mean, he—it was a cool lead. Essentially, he was up there. It was a pretty big part he had. Yeah, he's—he gets the best death too. Yes, um, and I think yeah. with all that blood, yeah, inspired by The Shining mm-hmm. as well from the lift scene. Mm-hmm. Well, I think maybe we should go into the scenes. And so there are a few standout scenes that always. Um, even uh, even rewatching it, you were like, "Oh yeah, I definitely remember that feeling." <laughs> watching that, um, so you're talking uh, some of the great work that Craven does is obviously the the joy of the blood that we mentioned, but it's the way he's done it in some of the scenes, especially because Freddy is invisible, so yeah. the victim has to sometimes be dragged upon the wall up on the ceiling. So the technicalities of that was was a big thing. The set they had to build and. Hmm, like an upside down room. Yeah, for her for her to be able to be dragged across to make it look like she's on the ceiling. Yeah, I really like that. Really stuck with me that when I first seen it. Yeah, blew yeah. my mind whenever it but then first when you, happened. When you hear that when they were doing it, it was literally just like five or six guys holding on to a big, massive like scaffold mm-hmm. outside of a built room, and they were flipping it. Yeah, while someone inside was going uh, vertical one eighty, uh, left one eighty, right one and. The girl was just being thrown about. Like the, the guys doing it outside couldn't see what she was she, being put she through inside. Health and safety back then <laughs> like, was really at top of the game. Battered. Well, we can you can see the 2019 version of that with Billie Eilish and mm-hmm. her performance on the SNL Saturday Night Live, and uh, you can see that being done. But again, with the mechanics of it and the you can see, the, but they <laughs> pull out see, oh, and you can see can, everything. Yeah, and it's it's that, that's a they're literally they working on that for. Ages yeah. to that's a machine right. doing that. There's no two yeah, boys with sticks fucking punching the, the, the lads with the vines hanging out of the mouth, <laughs> just throwing this woman about. Yeah, but uh, that that room is the same room used for Johnny Depp's. Yes, and then uh-huh. it was used again. In that was a lot of blood to clean up. It was a lot of blood, but it was yeah. water, wasn't it? It was, oh, right, it was okay. dyed water. Ribena, I think. Ribena. <laughs> one of the one of the great lines is, "Don't uh, I remember. Um, you don't need a stretcher. You need a mop." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, now the cop says one of them is you don't need to stretch, you need a mop. Yeah, but that was the, the they actually they, they forgot to close the windows when they were spinning. That they, they dropped the water. Obviously, the camera's on the floor, mm-hmm. uh, upside down. Yeah. So it's being filmed from the beds on the roof. So the water's just being poured. So then when you get the camera, it looks like the water, the blood's going up to the roof. Yeah. But they forgot to close the windows when they started spinning. <laughs> And all the blood was coming over all these, again, just the grunts with the binds pushing this room about. <laughs> We're getting fucked and all this caked fake blood. But it was, the room was used as well in Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo. Oh. Where the guys breakdancing on the side of the wall and the roof and all. Right, fuck out of there. And I'm saying that, like, everybody has seen Electric 2, Breaking Boogaloo, but I'm Obviously. getting eyeballs here. <laughs> Obviously. I don't even know what that movie is. <laughs> you ever seen Breaking 1 or Breaking 2? <laughs> 
Electric Boogaloo. I just love the name. I want to Electric see it, Boogaloo. Man. I want to see it. Sure. Uh, and then, so I mean, so that scene is that's pretty iconic. And Freddy's nowhere to be seen. Nowhere to be seen at yeah. all. It's not. He's not. A, 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 the voice is there, and that's the head mm-hmm. of it. Um, and that happens a lot of the scenes, um, which is a, a testament to Craven in the sense that he's created a villain that he doesn't need to use for the death. Yeah, and, the and the major because the physicality of Freddy wouldn't have been that great if he was to do. You know what I mean? How would you have seen him? Well, his and throwing and the, the major criticisms of the later films was that you see too much Freddy, hmm. mm. and the, the reason the first one was so scary and stuck with you is because you knew he was there and you hadn't even seen him, yeah. and that that's a great bit of. It's great writing first, but it's great filmmaking. Like. Absolutely. And you have uh, like some of the standout scenes we talked about are, are death, but you've also got the the things he was doing to him that fucking always got me. It was the screech of the nails, the nails or the mm-hmm. knives along yeah. the wall. Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the, green and re- the green and red jumper, I think, is up there with the yeah. knives and the rest because and the hat because it's uh it it just was one of those we talked about it last week on on uh, guns and roses about slash mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it just became an iconic figure that yeah. as soon as you seen it you just knew who it was there's, there's something about that about those two colors that's why they were picked like that was really well thought out yeah the, the human eye that? can't the human eye has a what's the way it described like a, it's a painful optical effect to see green and red of that color together together okay mm-hmm. So for them to be together on a jumper, so it's disorientating even yeah. just looking at it. Yeah, without even that, looking at you, the face yeah. or whatever you know, else is like, going on. Uh, when you've got like three D glasses, that's yes, red and green. Yeah, okay. and they're not together; they're separate. So two eyes aren't seeing them at the same time. And Freddy, maybe and this is further on, wasn't he one of the first three D? Yes, Freddy three D. Yeah, I think thirty three or four. Or no, that was Freddy six. Freddy's dead. But there was a few. There was a something three D. There was because they there gave was like, Jason three D, and there was Amityville three D, and. Before that, there, but yeah, Freddy's Freddy dead. had done so, like, something. The last yeah. fifteen minutes of it was like in three D, really, really bad, 3D. <laughs> really, really bad. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the day when three D actually just meant sore head. Yeah, uh, and so when you get into it, then we talk about uh, the joy of this is uh, the underlying themes, obviously, of teenagers and all the rest, and the lack of sleep and not going to sleep and all this. You know, it kind of I remember that crack of going. There's nothing fucking scarier hmm. than the thought of some fucker coming to get you when you sleep. I, I don't know what it was about it, but I remember as a child thinking that is something we all have to do. <laughs> but this cunt could appear at any time. Yeah, and it, it's all based on um, an article in the LA Times or something that Craven had read years before about Asian male death syndrome. About these guys that came from the Khmer Rouge and Cambodia and stuff. And we're living in America. This was an actual thing? Yeah. yeah. The guys fell asleep and would have such nightmares that they would would be pumping themselves full of coffee to try to stay awake and never fall asleep because they know they're going to die when they fall asleep. I think that's happened to me before after a couple of nights out. I've <laughs> definitely been. <Yeah. laughs> that's a different sort of death. Yeah. <laughs> you literally, like, they, there's, a, there's one story in particular about this couple and their son was telling them about... Uh, I can't sleep. Something's going to kill me. And it didn't literally mean something as in a body was going to kill me. He just was like, something's, every time I fall asleep, I'm having such intense nightmares that I feel my heart's going to stop. <laughs> and his mother and father were just so worried that he just needs sleep to get over this, that they were feeding him with sleeping tablets. And <laughs> what assholes. <laughs> he, he dies. Right. He falls asleep for the first time and dies. 
and they go up to the room all and all the sleeping tablets. All the, sleep, <laughs> all the sleeping tablets are in his bed. He never Ooh. took them, and he had a coffee machine, so he was just staying awake for days. But there, there is a, an actual disorder of people dying in their sleep. But he got from that. Mm-hmm. What if it was something killing you in your sleep, and then it moved on? Moved on to that. And of course, there's a story you told about where where he got the figure of Freddy. Hmm. Was, was, was it like old an guy old janitor or something? Or? No, it was a guy outside his house. Or drunk, some drunk guy that used to hang out at. And he was standing looking out the, the window one night, and this guy walked past, and he was wearing the green red jumper and had the hat mm-hmm. on, but he had a coat over it. And the guy, like without knowing he was there, he didn't tap the window or anything. Just turns around and looks him dead in the eye. <laughs> and he's a child, so this sits, mm-hmm. and he's got that in his head. And then Freddy Krueger, the name comes from a kid that used to bully him. It's good. Oh, the name comes from that? Yeah. Okay. And in the film, he's classed as the janitor that of a school or something. Is that what it was? He was... The, the uh, reason he, he was, was like a... He, he was a know. child abuser of some sort or somebody that he well, murdered, murdered it, children or it something. It was meant or? to be that he was, he was a child molester, mm-hmm. but they had to change that to child killer. Okay. I don't know what's worse, but because there was in the... Hollywood can't have that. No, there was a big mental story about these um, preschools in Los Angeles. This chain of preschools and there was this rampant abuse and it was huge mm-hmm. and the story went on for like no the court case sorry went on for like nine years nothing ever came of it years later they investigated and all the children who are now adults are like no we lied we were being coaxed by journalists and the media and by parents who were getting these offers for book deals to just keep the story going <laughs> so they were lying flat out about these so it ruined this family and it's called the McMartin family. There's a good documentary about it, actually, if you want to look it up. But it's crazy the amount of stuff. But they had a change. It was that much of a media furore. They had to change the story <laughs> of a fucking like guy who kills you in your sleep. They couldn't say, don't say child molester. Oh, don't say molester. Kill them. Say child murderer. Just fucking kill them. Aye, just, <laughs> that's yeah. better. Aye, that's, that's better. Not that any of them are anyway good, but yeah, go for no. a better one of just killing them. Uh, and yeah, so the, I mean, this was the other... I think the 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 thing that really got to me as well was the fucking the boiler rooms and it, like mm. the setting of it. It was always yeah, because that was this kind of like weird playground, and it was like his kind of like where he was, you know, like he's got you there. Yes, yeah. like his and you work. can't get it out. You've yeah. entered his place, and uh, we have the do we have a, the the clip of um, when she's dreaming in school and she goes for the walk. Yes, in the corridor. Um, because this is the other thing. So, uh, again, sleep comes into an awful lot where they're sort of uh, worried if they fall asleep. So, yeah, because he's not in this scene either. Actually, no, no, yeah, and it's still one of the scariest scenes, isn't it? like the centipede coming out of her mouth and all that shit. I would definitely. Oh, what the hell was that? Who was he? What was he doing? <laughs> um, that was obviously a big technical failure there, boy. So, <coughs> interruption here from. Uh... We'll interrupt this broadcast with our sponsor. <laughs> Um, top notch. No, <laughs> good notch. <laughs> you want top notch? We got it. It's our fucking name. <laughs> top notch. Right. Um. So the actual scene. So she's falling asleep at school. She's falling asleep at school, and there's a guy doing a full Hamlet recital. Mm-hmm. And then would send you to sleep. Right? She's asleep, of course. And the guy starts doing it in a more monotone voice, and you realize she's dreaming because she looks up. And sees her friend Tina uh-huh. in a body bag, away, yeah. talking to her, covered in blood. And you're like, that's not normal. Nah. So then the body bag disappears and there's a trail of blood. And she's following the trail of blood around the corner. And it's one of the cult sort of lines people always reference. Mm-hmm. 
Because it's just no need for it. Yeah. <laughs> it's no need for it at all. So Okay, let's see if we can hear it here then. Tina? Poor old Tina. Tina's in the bag. Where's your pass? <laughs> Screw your pass. Screw your pass. I remember that being scary to me because yeah, that was I didn't expect that bit. It's like no. it's like a dream. Like ah, it's, you're, it's, you're, it's, like no, it makes sense. Yeah, right? yeah, but there's there's nothing technically threatening about it. Mm. No running in the hallway, no. but it's just the way. It's supposed to be. And that's a girl wearing the Freddy jumper with the claw on, with no blood on her face. That before was just the hall mo- hallway, hallway monitor, monitor. Like so. Um, and it it's kind of like I mean it's it's oh played by Wes Craven by the way. That's Wes Craven playing that whole monitor what you know like oh no or there's a scene in that air where oh where he's doing the, he's a janitor yeah, yeah like yeah. the old guy with the hair yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. oh that yeah, was yeah. Yeah. Ah, that's okay. or hold on is that in the remake it's in a later film yeah it's in the later one there's 90s like yeah, yeah. If you include Fred and Jason uh, and yeah. the tv show and the tv show did you ever watch yeah. that no did you ever watch that no it's so bad it's so bad it's bad actually. I can't even say anything. There's not nice to say about it at all. Although so the, the first one was great, like it was directed by Toby Hooper and like it goes into like uh his backstory and all that airs kinda of, like the human side of Freddy, like before right. before he becomes this kind of like supernatural thing, uh-huh. which is really cool actually. But then after the air it just went Yeah. <laughs> as it does. Yeah. Uh and so if we go back to the actual show, I mean you've got the main character is um the one being haunted, I can't remember her name when I watched it. This um, she's constantly being who, who the the main, the girl that's uh, oh, Nancy, Nancy, sorry, Nancy. And it turns out then that fucking Nancy's old doll, yep, big spoiler, big there. revelations, big revelations. Nancy's old doll was a bit of a fucking bit of a hoodlum. She likes the booze. She uh, did she not? She was involved in the involved in the original killing. Yeah, all, all the parents killed Freddie mm-hmm. when they he when got he away. got he got away. Yeah, he was he taken to court and they they didn't charge him with anything. So the parents hunt the the Freddie actual human down who was a child killer and they mm-hmm. kill him. I remember when I was a kid, like, and I got like a wee bit older, like nine. Like there was these other kids that lived in my park, like younger. I remember like telling them the story of Freddy and like, <laughs> I showed them all these pictures and all and says this is this is real, you know, this is real. And it, like like three like they go, Wow, that's that's amazing. Like three hours later, like in the middle of the night, like their parents are around <laughs> fucking Yeah. McCausland. Yeah. What did you tell my Which one did this? <laughs> Uh, so if you are listening and you're currently going through therapy, um, please send, stop. Send the invoice to Mark. Uh, <laughs> stop listening. If you were running about Tom Road Road somewhere around the late eighties, <laughs> terrorized by a voice showing you fucking pictures of a man with a burned face. Yeah. Uh, yes, that was Mark. Uh, and, and I mean, it was proper. If we're gonna, since we have yourself here, Mark, we're gonna talk the music end of things. It was proper eighties soundtrack. Yeah. Wasn't it? Was the, the, like, I mean, if, I, if we're honest, right up until the last film, the soundtracks are pretty cheese balls. Like, mm, there's really a, there's a Spotify playlist of all the songs that have been used. Oh, really? In all the Freddy movies? Oh, boys! Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of synths. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of drum machines. Yeah. Well, don't forget in the third one, Dream Warriors, Dream Warriors. Docking. Yeah. Yeah, he went real it's, metal. It's fucking. And there's also the Fat Boys. The Fat Boys the did Freddy it. rap. 
Yeah. There's actually. Have you heard that? No. Oh man, you need I to get it. it up. I gotta get the Freddy Rabbit. There's like, there's two versions of the Halloween Four soundtrack, which one of them is just like music composed for the film, but then the other one's like all this like really bad heavy metal and stuff like that. <laughs> like I don't know why they went around this heavy metal like long hair route. Around. Well, that was the. the, the, the Right then was Freddy's Dead as well did the same yeah. thing. It was all like Alice Cooper and stuff like that. Yeah, that was remember Shocker? Shocker was That was Wes Craven with Megadeth did yeah. the, the soundtrack for that mm-hmm. one. And that I mean, No, they did no more Mr. Nice Guy. The song by Alice Cooper in Shocker. They did their cover of it and that's the main title song. And was there a reason for them going that route? It was I the mean, big was a, it was just the, 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 the big music in the hey man, it was the eighties. <laughs> So eighty four, they were definitely bang on, falling into their uh, their their neon fucking mm-hmm. sound and pop, because uh, if you think of recently Drive, the that, yep. that came out, um, you kind of <laughs> well, it's done a lot better, obviously, but you can definitely have that feeling. Oh yeah, it's, it's very similar. It's um, very Electric Dreams. Part two actually is Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. The guy Christopher Young did part two actually, and that's a that's a great soundtrack actually. It's really eerie. Um, that's probably my favourite movie actually it's kind of controversial uh, all of them the I second like, one I like part two you know? yeah I, I quite like the third one even though it's but this, this is going to cause this is yeah. going to no, cause no, controversy no, now because it's, it's, no, what the th- fuck's the point talking about the first one if the second and third but one we're, <laughs> we're sort of talking about the series yeah Freddy and Jenny. Well, we're not going to go into too much detail about the latter films because it goes off the rails it does go real fast but I will say controversially to Mark <laughs> second one is a homosexual nightmare. Yeah, it is. Oh, it is, like totally. It's I the gayest film ever made. Like it is. It's got all these like under like they definitely knew. Well, the, the screenwriter said he. Yeah, it's subtext, but everybody else is going. That's not subtext. Yeah, that's it's blatant. That's there's a lot of cheeks. Yeah, and there's, <laughs> and there's a lot of there's even that that, that whole dance scene. Yeah, where, just this guy dance, on, dancing, dancing around, around his uh, bedroom, and uh, there's like a sign in his door saying "No chicks." Yeah. yeah, and like it's it's basically there's, there's like Dicks a whole only. underlying yeah. thing about like like this girl keeps on trying to like go out with him, but he he's just like not having it. Like, yep, and it's kind of like yeah, yeah well. that's kind of like the underlying theme. Like Freddy's his kind of like demon that he's trying to like yeah, keep and there's under wraps. A, there's a lot of uh, dialogue that doesn't. <laughs> just doesn't add up. And then there's the whole spanking scene with the. There's with a the spanking scene with a PE teacher. There's a spanking scene with a PE teacher that would normally, yeah. But what they didn't know. Sure it was a nightmare. Did you film watching that? He, he spanks his teacher to death. Yeah. The, <laughs> Did you get that video from the Hell Shop? She's <laughs> <laughs> behind the counter. Yeah. It's. um, The actual lead actor was. Mark Patton. Was an, was an openly gay actor and nobody knew. Like nobody on set, directors, writer, nobody knew. So this guy has an effeminate voice, <laughs> and he's playing this part, the lead role, and nobody decided to say, "Here's anybody watch the dailies back, man." <laughs> Looks a little bit one-sided. Okay, I've changed my mind. Part two's not my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Next year, we're telling you love Top Gun. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> it was the eighties, man. Goose. It was the eighties, <laughs> but it's pretty bold. To, Absolutely, like, yeah. A major studio sequel that, mm-hmm. that has been a massive success and they go straight for this route Wes Craven's not involved what in route? any way what route <laughs> and oh he's producer isn't he in all of them he's just producer yeah I don't That's think he, I don't think mean, yeah. he even wanted like there to be like like you know at the end of the first one there's like a like a teaser for a sequel kind of I don't think, think he even wanted that like the studio kind of insisted on it yeah leave it open for a sequel he was like nah because kind of yeah he wanted he didn't want it to suggest that Freddy won if you know what I mean. yeah yeah, yeah. 
But then uh, they did that pretty much at the end of every film. And then it uh, became like the, the thing to do at the end of horror movies then. He's not dead. He's not dead, yeah. And because that, yeah, to bring us to, to the end of the actual film, because, I mean, you've got this chase, if you want, um, this young Nancy and her cop father trying to uh, snare Freddy. So the end scene is to try and get him out of the dream, out of the nightmare, and into the real world so they can capture him. Because mm-hmm, he has, yeah. in his physical form, he can be affected. Yes, but... Not Which is the, like, this. They, they kept using that. It was like... Was it a great loophole? Like, it's fucking... Yeah, but like, like they used it again in like part six and like that was how they killed it. That was how Freddy's dead, like. <laughs> but then... Yeah, the, the sixth one is called Freddy's Dead. <laughs> and then there's another one. <laughs> and then there's another one after. There's another one. <laughs> so, well, yeah. I mean, well, the he's next been one dead. Was, he's, been fre- he's been dead since he's been the first dead one. Since so. the start, <laughs> he's always dead. He's always dead. Well, no. Because what Robert Englund in the, the documentary, Never Sleep Again, he says his theory about it is that Nancy is having a precognitive nightmare, which is the entire film. So when she finally gets rid of Freddy... By realizing if I if I'm not afraid of him, he has no power. Mm-hmm. Um, that part of her waking up and that this idyllic world where mom's fine and everybody's fine and they go out to the this is the end of the film and they go out to the car and all her friends are still there, mm-hmm. everything's great. That's when she realizes the nightmare begins now because she's been dreaming all that and he's been sort of setting her up, but in reality you can't get rid of him. So yeah. that's pretty much the scary part of the end of the film, because the hood comes up in the, the car, hood comes up and it's green and red, and it's green and red, mm-hmm. and then you know it's Freddy, and they, they shot like out, three or four engines. There was one where Freddy drives, and yeah, but then when he pulls, but like, then the through the window, <laughs> but like, then. <laughs> that manic, she just all of a sudden turns into a mannequin. So obviously, <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> yeah. But then, oh, I watched it. It was in ten eighty HD. You can see the fucking price tag on the mannequin as it's going through. No, in nineteen eighty eight. Or 87 when I watched it. Even then I was going, that looks stupid. <laughs> so now it looks well, really stupid. What really looks stupid, if you talk about um, the, the difference between watching the film now in HD and watching it then, like we did at the start of the VHS, if you see the the, the thing where Freddie actually disappears, you know, whenever she's finally had the courage to say you don't exist, and he sort of, that's yeah. really bad because it was comparable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the thing where the, the, the mother is going down the bed, Yes. Hand. Awful. But the worst to watch now in HD is the scene of him tr- coming through the wall while she's in bed. Mm. Which, was, when was I watched... It wasn't CGI, though, was it? Or wasn't, no, 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 that's no. the problem. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> when I watched it, it scared the shit out of me. It looked mm. so fucking scary because it looked like he was genuinely coming through the wall. And now in HD, you're going... That's a boy sticking his head through a sheet. It stands out so much, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck, I can't believe that scared me. So, to the point where I actually, after a finished watch, I'm going, I'm definitely going to try and get a video copy. I know I know a boy who has videos. I think there was a lot of people who like <laughs> tapes, tapes, Hill Shop, Hill Shop, <laughs> Hill Shop tapes. Yeah, but I think a lot of people were like scared to take a bath or fall asleep in the bath after that movie. That's well. another big scene. That was yeah. the big one, yeah. The claw coming out from the shot between the legs yeah. of Nancy. Which is really iconic and still looks lethal because yeah. apparently it's a guy who sat in a bottomless bath, like there's glass below it, and he's just, he can sit a wee bit deeper mm-hmm. and breathe. Mm-hmm. And he's just sitting there all day 
with his hand in between this woman's so the, legs. Yeah, so the shot is basically Nancy's in the bath and uh, she's about to drift off, which when you drift off, of course, Freddie can appear. So the green and red. And it's dangerous to fall asleep in the bath anyway. Dangerous anyway, Just going to yeah. put that out there. Uh, the glove with the knives and then the, the jumper starts appearing through um, the, the water of her legs. And you're going, oh, Jesus, there's going to be... A yeah, just that idea of being vulnerable in the bath and naked and... Oh, knives shredded fanny <laughs> no 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 shredded no. fanny do you know what it reminded me of remember when we were away and somebody said that people were sticking knives up into the flumes mm-hmm. to zoom the flumes mm-hmm. so when you were halfway down it you would have got it yeah, yeah. 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 and apparently that happened yeah like somewhere local somebody stuck a knife up, but them nah. things were like fucking how would you suck a knife through it nah you wouldn't fucking beer balls or we, we urban myth you know how long am I here now no. you Testify fucking urban myth to me every week. <laughs> Telling you. David Fincher's in the fucking Illuminati. Something mm-hmm. else. Something I can't talk about the other thing. No, you can't talk about the other things. And I can't say that somebody stuck a knife into the flumes in Port Rush. <laughs> oh, Port Rush? Oh, that's all right. Oh, that's different. Oh, that's that's different. Different. Uh, different. Port Rush is different. Yeah. Different no, towns. No, nobody Definitely would do that no one. No, not a chance. Uh, so so fa- yeah, that, that scene, I remember that scene being one that sat with me for quite a bit. Just because of the people being yeah. nude and knives, you're I was like. I to say, it's not to do with the fact there's a naked woman in the no. bathroom. No. no. Nothing to do with it. Has there ever been a, a, a horror porno? Yeah. <laughs> well, we could go. Like a, sca- to... like a remember proper in, scary remember in horror three, porno? The, the lady with the bath side? Uh, there's all the. Well, isn't. Oh, yeah. There's, there's always, like, the, the, the vulnerable woman, and there's always, like, the skimpy clad woman has to run and blah, blah, blah. They, they took the piss out of it in the scream, remember? Yeah. Thing? But. Yeah, there there, there's a lot of those like hammer horrors like in the mid seventies, like um, vampire lesbos and all that. There, mm-hmm. vampire lesbos. Good movies, actually. They Good, are. Uh, yeah. yeah. What else? What other ones? Put your top on, Sarah. And there's all those Nazi ones as well, like uh, big Nazi ones. Yeah. There's yeah, ones. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't work. I don't know. I never, never thought of it. Horror and maybe it's a niche we need it's to. It's just uh, the link between. Yes, I mean, you could, can you ejaculate when you're scared? <laughs> I don't know, man. You don't know. Tune in. Go on a roller coaster. That's a whole new show. You're, you're always brave as fuck. I don't care. <laughs> I'm always scared, so. Constantly scared. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, back to the film. Back to our best. Uh, it has dated a bit, like I said, about the special effects, but the actual story and the actual. Because some of the acting is fucking awful. And yeah. Really bad. Um, but not England. That's what I was going to say earlier. But he he does stand out. Yeah, and, uh, and but the, the the father who I should have looked to see what his name was. He has like, been he's, he's, in a load yeah. of stuff in eighties, and I loved him and things. Um, popped uh, up in TV. You know what too. I saw? Maybe him even in Columbo. Actually, we we'll go back to that. Thing. John, Saxon. John Saxon. Saxon. John Saxon. He was in uh, Enter the Dragon as well. He was in Enter the Dragon. Enter the Dragon. He was in the Tarantino episode of CSI. Yes, he's the. There was a Tarantino guy, episode yeah. of CSI. A double parter. Double really? parter. Really? Oh, yeah. oh. And wow. it's brilliant. Oh, it is first class, yeah. I didn't realize that. And a Tarantino episode of ER. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. That was great. Anything else? Any other ones? Uh, I don't think so. Don't I think, think they I actually think wanted him back to do more VR, and he was too busy. They wouldn't do any more ER. I remember at the time, it was a big thing, and then mm-hmm. they'd done a, a great shot of two of the nurses walking with the sunglasses on, mm-hmm. walking through the thing. It was like a, a Reservoir Dogs scene, you know? Um, but yeah, no, it was Tarantino. Mm-hmm. Did, uh, I'm going to look them up. I don't think I've ever watched a single episode of CSA. 
just thought Not it was one of those CSI's like, TV good, shows but. that's always on Channel 5. Yeah, and <laughs> it's, but it's one of those ones you can drop in and out of. You don't really know, mm. need to know. And he does a good... Uh, his mm. episodes are good. It's watch. very good. They're, they're, you can stand alone and watch them. Do you think they should get England back for one more Freddy? Well, here's he what I was going to say. Because... Well, what age are you talking? It'd be late 60s. Mm-hmm. I, I, I met him a couple of years ago, actually. It was like the only person I've ever been starstruck around. It was weird, like... <laughs> and you do, like, you're actually meeting proper celebrities now these days. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, so, it's, it's weird. I went completely prepared to meet to meet him. It was, like, one of those Comic-Cons, and, like, I went there direct, like, fully in my Freddy gear, and I walked up to him. We, we should just stop <laughs> Wait a minute, point. wait a minute. Um, we should just... Put a pin in that. Just stick that there and go in my Freddy go gear. go right back. So, uh, now, I do know this, and, and Ronald has aware of this, but just let us know that you do have gear... I have gear. Um, I have gear, and you also have a Freddy. <laughs> um, you I did. Also, you yeah. have a yeah. So you have the Freddy costume, don't you? You have a, 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 a am I right in saying a number of variations of the costume? Yeah. Well, you know the way I said I got obsessed when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like it never really stopped. <laughs> it really <laughs> didn't stop. It yeah, fastered. My, my adult self just sees things now and just goes. As a kid, I would have loved that. So I'm just going to just to get, please just, just to, to scratch that itch to treat the P six in me. <laughs> Yeah. I was in, this is a while back, I was in McCann's, I think it was a Friday night, and Mark was at the bar, and I was with a load of other people, and I went up and I was talking to him for a while, and he had a bag in front of him sitting on the bar, and I turned around. We ordered drinks, and we sat down at a table, and I was just sitting chatting to these people who didn't know Mark, and then <laughs> Mark walked down with the bag and goes, here man, did I show you this? And he whipped out the full glove <laughs> with all the knives on it, and all, like three people went, What? <laughs> and I was going cleared the cool, bar cool. <laughs> like I was just yeah it's fine and everybody else went what, did he like win that or something and I went, no 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 he actively sought that out purchased it and, and then I was at his house recently and he's more than one oh. many of you got I don't want to get into this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to make myself sound like a bigger freak than I, I was going to say. In case, in case your mum was listening, yeah. Yeah. make I've myself sound a bit more. I want to get one. I just want to get one. Yeah, but it was, it's it's cool. Like, because well, I've well, seen it, the get up, and it's it is cool. It would also explain why we have you here because um, that is yeah, we want somebody with that level of interest in something. Yeah. <laughs> um, but on a serious note, I mean, it is if you take of what the gloves and the knives i mean even still to this day if you were to put that on it is still quite a it's still quite a fucking weapon if you want to talk about that but it's still a, a, quite a, a scary thing to see yeah because there's something about like you're talking about 30 geez we're on the mark 35 years this year god we're old so 35 years on it's still one of the scariest faces yeah on that has you know there's been yeah, uh, yeah well he is, like is kind of up there with like Frankenstein and Dracula and mm-hmm. like all the icons. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, he really can be. Uh, and he talked. And he talked. And that was that the was thing at the yeah. time. Halloween and Friday the 13th had already been out mm-hmm. and they were massive. So you already had these mute nobodies, yeah. but then he came and you could hear a voice. So it was even scarier. Yeah, the personality of him. Imagine Michael like Myers running after you going, come here. <laughs> Wait, what are you running for? Worked. What are you running for? <laughs> come back, man. We're going to show you this knife. <laughs> Oh, I'm wearing the mask. I forgot. Hold on, I'll take the mask off. <laughs> uh, and so, I mean, the after effect, we've all, already uh, covered most of it in the sense of the films and the series and the TV show and stuff. But the the sort of follow-on then, there was a lot of, would you say, copycats after that as well? Of Yeah, it's, you know, that's, it's a homage has there been, to... Like, 
uh, like another iconic maybe Silence of the Lambs but that'll be but then that's again I always class it as more of a psychological thriller yeah, than opposed really to a horror, horror you know yeah. full on well they say it's a child's play it was yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the, I was actually going through the franchises and what makes more money Gremlins <laughs> and up there is Saw as well which I never really got into oh yeah I like that I guess I like for a new generation I, I don't, yeah, know, I, I don't new, know if there's yeah. a, a single sinister element in Saw yes there is yeah so it, villain, yeah. and is it as iconic as Freddy would you say it is, it is to this generation it is kind of freaky actually the first time you see it, that wee clown thing oh uh, yeah that thing face, yeah. oh yeah oh yeah folks. and then Jigsaw is the name of the, the killer okay. but um, yeah I don't know I, I mean if you were to put what do you call the guy Tobin Tobin no what do you call the guy that plays Jigsaw and so oh, right, him. Uh, I don't know. him. Uh, I don't know if you were to put him a picture of him up would people go oh that's from so you know what yeah because I, yeah, I yeah. wouldn't um, but then again, if you put a picture of Robert England by, up by himself, people wouldn't know. <laughs> but if you put him up as Freddie, like, like they had him everywhere. Like they were, like Coca Cola used him for ads and things mm-hmm. like that. Like it wasn't like yeah, he, he, he was so became, mainstream like, for somebody that is basically a burned face. Yeah, you know that like, was quite he kind of graphic became, like, a children's kind of like like Santa. Like you know what I mean? So, <laughs> <laughs> everybody loved him. Like yeah, yeah. He was so, in music yeah. videos. Comes at night time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> had off with sunglasses on I remember that vividly in videos and it was like I don't know. Uh, yeah maybe toned down okay. I mean it's, it's but uh, they considered uh, not putting England in the second one right like there was a, a, oh, a yeah, stuntman or there, something there was, was playing yeah, they, they were going to shoot it actually they were like started to shoot it and he just says he didn't want to come back unless they give him X amount of money and then they shot a couple of scenes actually without him and then they realised here now we need we need him yeah. back like, need and him then back. of course the remake with Jack Harrow Hilly which isn't the best film, but they, they, they were hoping that was going to be another franchise and they could take it on again. Uh-huh. And it went nowhere because no. it was, it was a flop. Like, yeah. Yeah. They, they should actually get him back for one more because yeah. he said he would do it. But like, they should do it like like a prequel and like not supernatural, if you know what I mean. So it's like kind of about well, him before. Wasn't Freddy, there going to be Freddy one? Versus Chucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't there going to be one called Past Kills that was to, uh, about two cops? Who are hunting him down, mm. right. and that means he could drop in and out. But the problem is, he's going. It's going to have to be him as a human. You can imagine a human, non, non. He's, he's sixty plus. See, that would be good. non burn. It would be good. It yeah. would be good. Very good. I'd, I'd, yeah, because they could just make it like a, like you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is freaky because you actually think you know this could actually happen. It's like there's nothing supernatural about it. Yeah, you know, what I mean? uh, it was kind of scarier. Uh, I was saying to him another day. That's what got me about scream. Mm. All the other things, I was like, mm, I think supernatural. But see some boy at your peer that went to school with you, knifing you. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I'm just looking at you two. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Probably those kids I tormented. As <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Back in the 80s. <laughs> you check up on those children. Yeah. Yeah, just there. Per just children. imagine him standing, pointing at pictures. It's real? Fangoria, you know? What do you keep telling us? Three this wins crying. We're just at the bus stop trying to get to school. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, and I mean, it, but it, it's sort of then um, horror then as a genre sort of get a wee bit crazy for a while. Well, the slasher Craven, film became the, the Cra- slasher Craven, film was the thing. Right? Yeah, Craven sort of brought it back with Screaming, what was that, 96? Mm-hmm. It sort of brought a bit of um, reality back to horror again. because But constantly had, referencing uh, all the films. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Past, like, but it had, it had got a wee bit of, as you say, the, the sequels of Elm Street, but then the sequels of Halloween. It kind of get a wee mm-hmm. bit drawn out um so it's graven again we you can't not talk about the the massive influence he has had 
yeah. um, in all his filmography, you want to call him that. Uh-huh. Uh, we were talking earlier on The Hills of Eyes. You're talking as early as... Hills of Eyes. Well, Last, Last, Last House on the Left, left yeah. is pretty much his start. That was his first, was it? Yeah. That's his first. But there's a documentary about Deep Throat, the porno, and Wes Craven's in it, <laughs> and talks about how he shot a lot of pornos under a pseudonym. Mm-hmm. Which nobody knows which ones, but his friends and family have said, yeah, he did shoot porn. But he had to do it under a pseudonym because his family were all Baptists and very religious. And you know so, they don't like... So Baptist. then he goes on and does a film, Last House and Left, which is horrific. Mm-hmm. And has numerous rape scenes and br- it's brutal. But he, he put it out on a short release thinking it, nobody a- would see it. But that was all right. The family were okay with that. <laughs> no, then no, it, don't do no my porn. Yeah, no, yeah. then it became huge. It was a big film. That's how it left. Was a cult classic. Uh-huh. Like a cult classic within a year of it being out. Never mind now. Uh-huh. And the family saw it and disowned him. Oh. So he like it took years for him to get back with right? his family and okay. be. But then, last house on the left. Then the hills of eyes. He said he wasn't going to do horror anymore, and he got an idea for the hills of eyes, and it it was massively. It was a mm. huge, huge horror film. Has been remade as well. Has been remade as well, uh-huh. um, but it's it's brilliant too. Like. Yeah. But he he it, he's done quite a few films, but like Shocker and uh, Wishmaster and uh, the, what was the one called Mind Ripper? Is that one? Mind Ripper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wishmaster, I remember that there. Right. And then they had the yeah. three the, the Vampire film. in Brooklyn with uh, Eddie Murphy. That's right. Vampire. It is awful. <laughs> it is, it so, is bad. so bad. Uh, so was there four screams? Three screams? Four? There was, three, four, there was a four? Fourth four, one came yeah. back, yeah. And then oh, he did Swamp Thing as well, and the Swamp Serp- Thing, and the yes. Serpent in the Rainbow, and the, and then and this is now a TV show as well. Yeah. On, uh, well, apparently it got cancelled, and then but there's copies up on on Prime, is it? Uh, on Prime, like he directed yeah. a couple of Twilight Zones as well, actually, a couple of what good ones. Mm. And the, you know the 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 new Twilight Zone, yeah, yeah. Um and. I mean, it's. I don't know if he's anything new coming out or anything that he's, he's dead. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> that would no be the reason. He dead. Why. He's one no, of them he ones. I had that conversation with me last night. Going, do you ever get now where? Well, you kind of forget who's alive and who's not yeah. because so many fucking went in the last four or five. Somebody years. said to me uh, last week, you know, you know that uh, Gene Wilder's dead. Sick <laughs> like he died five years ago. <laughs> Like, fuck off. <laughs> I said, you shared it on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I mean. But there's it's, so many. Uh, well, it's, it's so polu- it, you know, yeah. it's, it's actually got to the point now where it's not, um, it's not really, it doesn't affect you anymore because like, nah. you just go, oh, okay, what's what's for dinner? It's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I think so. Prince and Bowie in the same year were all like, fuck this. Yeah. yeah that was, that whatever that happens. That was the last thing. Now come flood back. Was Lou that year as well? No. Leonard Cohen? Leonard Cohen, Cohen same, yeah, same year. That was, was a lot of ones. A bad year. But him got the Cohen. No disrespect to Leonard Cohen. I was just like, yeah, okay, R.I.P. lad. Yeah. <laughs> but like when Princeton did a boy died, I was uh, ringing, boy. <laughs> Have you listened to it again? <laughs> so sorry, Wes. Uh, um, I hope you yeah. turn it in your... Um, well, he didn't, get the, he didn't leave any uh, stories or anything behind. It's just these stories. So if anybody's going to do anything, it's going to be like Mark saying... If, the idea of doing something original with the Elm Street story would be class. Mm. But if they just go try to remake something again mm. that's already out, it's just pointless because nobody's going to do it. Could he have recruited Johnny Depp as being his new killer? No. <laughs> Johnny's got his own problems at the minute. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Depp. 
He's in deep shit. Johnny's in deep. Johnny's in deep. So, so Mark, uh, we've survived um, our podcast. Is that we, it? We, uh, that's, I know. That that's fluid. That wasn't as painful as you thought it was going to be. That's all right, actually. <laughs> I don't know what you thought you were coming into or what you were going to be. Uh, that was the truly hurt. Like, the, scare, the scary thing wasn't Freddie. It was having me trying to chat for an hour. That was. The <laughs> <laughs> I don't worry. There's nothing between the two slabbers here. You'll be all right. You're getting the word in age, boys. Do you want to hear a wee bit of the fat boys? I'll go on. Oh yes, Great. <laughs> so good, man. Just no man. Freddy rapping—that's wrong in so many levels. It's orange. <laughs> <laughs> How is that? Like, what were they thinking? Like, good baseline. All we can guess is that there was a lot of cocaine in the 80s. Oh, heap of cocaine, man. <laughs> Producers like who that. just <laughs> had a lot of time in their hands. And, uh, well, I was going to let us play out on uh, on Freddy's rap. But you go? Um, what we will say is we will be back uh, next week again. Um, we are hoping you'll all attend the screening now of Nightmare on Elm Street on uh, Friday the 25th of October. If you're listening to this after that date, um, tough shit. Yeah. But go home and watch it yourself. And uh, Yeah, there's no excuse now. Like, oh, yeah. well, I can't find it. It's playing yeah. and oh man, on Friday night. Just yeah. go to it. Go. Three buck. Three pound. Bring two bottles of Peach Concord. And you are landed. And get quieted. <laughs> okay. Are you going? Are you playing? I'll be there after I have to do something else first. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so make sure you're there. Mark, thank you very much for coming along. Nice one. Cheers for uh, having me as your first uh, guest. I like this triangle here. You broke you broke our cherry. <laughs> you broke our cherry, <laughs> yeah, sir. Crazy. We didn't know what to do. I didn't know if I could uh, if I could uh, share the load with this man. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yes, please go and uh, uh, have a listen uh, or have a watch to A Nightmare on Elm Street uh, and have a listen to Lost Brothers, of course. Um, new song out last week, by the way. Yes. Might as well get a wee plug it. Oh, and I this yes. one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, new song out and go and check it out on Spotify. And uh, thank you very much. And we will be back next week. And it's goodbye from me and goodbye from him. Goodbye.